Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Parenting Hour. You're tuned into Unity FM 93.5. Again, our phone number is 772-8892 if you want to ring in the studio or email studio at unityfm.net. Thank you to all our listeners tuning in and I'm sure you're finding today's show very interesting, a little bit different to our normal parenting Uh, things that we deal with on the show. But mashallah, if you don't get the house structure that you're all living in as a family right, it's very difficult to get the parenting inside it right if you're worried about where we're living and if the place is falling down due to substance that we heard about or if there's damp in the place or if there is dry rot. We've heard about these problems. So it's important to get your house right, inshallah. So once you've that done and the survey done and you move in, you can be there focusing on your family and getting the parenting right, inshallah. So before the break, we had Brother Asher Sharif with us, who is a chartered surveyor, and he was telling us all about the complications that were coming up, and we were going through them one by one by one. So we dealt with the substance, we dealt with the the woodworm, we dealt with the damp, we dealt with the dry rot and the wet rot, and we were just talking about asbestos. And I think we finished off on that, and we I think we maybe dealt with that too, did we cover yeah, everything? Yeah, I would just say, the only thing I would say, Kath, um, on the um, asbestos, just if you ever note asbestos or your surveyor comes up with it in the report, just be very mindful of the survey that you get carried out by an asbestos specialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure it's a, from my experience, I would use a consultant that's not conflicted, who is a contractor, because mm-hmm. a contractor tends to make their money if they take the asbestos out. But if you go for an, an independent consultant mm. who just gives a report on the remedies of and the dangers of the asbestos, whether to leave it in situ or whether to remove it, um, so there's no conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. So that's all I would really just mention to the viewers. Mm-hmm. Just bear that in mind. Get, get a, a consultant in who mm. does not remove it himself. Okay. He just provides a report. Right. Where could people find out about getting that consultant and getting more information? There's a lot that's come up here today already in the first half of the show. Uh, do you have a website that people could contact you or do you, w- could they just email us here and we pass on the emails to you? I mean, um, you could contact, there's a firm that I've used in the past, mm-hmm. um, Property Link, who've been around since 1996 now for, mm-hmm. I think, for just under 20 years. Okay. Um, they're a firm of chartered surveyors. Um, their email is propertylink.biz, mm-hmm. who, are, who you'll find t- tend to um, do a lot of work in the past. I've used them in the past, and they've been mm-hmm. very helpful in whether it's a structure report, evaluation report, or any other type of surveying needs aspects mm-hmm. of reports. I find them very useful. But there's plenty of firms out there. If you type mm-hmm. in under Google and just type in asbestos, surveyor mm-hmm. type in Birmingham under Google loads come up mm-hmm. and and just like I said stick with the consultants is my <coughs> advice mm-hmm. not so much with the contractors contractors do a very good job but that way it stays a bit impartial okay. that's what I'd say good. so have we dealt with do you think with all the major issues and I mean there's some obvious ones we know about the gutters and the leaks and the the roof and the things like that but uh, things that people may not be thinking with or, or of are these are the the ones have we covered all of them Kath, I would say you've probably covered about 10%. <laughs> I think we did a few 10% more. 10% <laughs> only? Oh, dear. I think we did a few more shows. I mean, uh, if you consider it takes seven years to qualify as a child surveyor, <laughs> it'll, 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 take a, uh, it'll take a few more hours. But really, in principle, of given the main pointers, mm. um, I think the only advice, Kath, I think you've rightly 
you know, said to their viewers is to obtain a surveyor report. Mm. You know, whoever it's from, just make sure that they're qualified, have got the appropriate indemnity insurance, that's mm-hmm. the main, and they belong to a professional body. You mm-hmm. can't go far wrong. Um, it's just like if, you, if, if you're not well, you'd go to a doctor. Exactly. I, mm-hmm. I always see as, as surveyors, I always say that we are property doctors, mm-hmm. in effect, whether it's a valuation. I mean, in terms of market value of property, anything can affect the market value. Mm. Um, just give you an, a very, very brief indication. Um, it could be a planning issue. A property mm. hasn't got planning permission. Oh, I mean, have you come across yes, that? Oh, I've come across that too many times. Really? Yeah, oh, yes. You'll 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 buy a you'll buy a property. Some someone hasn't done a survey. Normally, a solicitor should pick it up. Mm. But, uh, but the problem, the only issue with with a solicitor, they haven't. In most cases, they haven't seen the property. Mm. So this is where surveys surveys the eyes of the property, mm. and he provides a report which will go forward to the solicitor, mm-hmm. and from that, the solicitor will act on that. Mm-hmm. And so really the, the market value can be affected in so many ways with the structural defect, whether whether there's um, a planning defect, whether mm-hmm. there's a boundary defect, mm-hmm. whether there's a, a dry rot defect, whether there's an engineering report, whether the roof's falling off, whether there's a pipe. And there's a, there's a, there could be a good few a good few number of causes that can mm-hmm. affect the market value. Uh, you know, we in, in the past we did a lot of work for, for investors. Mm-hmm. I myself... I, I, always employ the services of a surveyor, mm. independent surveyors, obviously f- from myself, mm. to carry out reports. On so many occasions, we've, we've bought properties. Um, if it's outside our neck of the woods or even if it's local to us, it's always good sense to, you'll never be, a doctor will never operate on himself. Of course, so always that's make, right. Always makes sense to um, yeah. get the appropriate professionals and it's the best money we, we've spent. We'll, on some occasions for some investors, um, given it, and, and just a simple example, there was a, a property that we were buying for about £300,000. We found there were some walls that were taken out. There was some asbestos in there. There were some issues on dampness. And mm. whereas the original agreed price was around £300,000, and we ended up buying it for around £220,000. MashaAllah! Yeah, yeah. So there's, and there's a lot of very shrewd investors out there. Yeah that really operate and they use surveys all the time yeah. and there's so many stories we can tell you there's also another story I can tell you yeah. which went the other way mm-hmm. we there was a property that we purchased um, it was funded by the bank mm-hmm. which was some about 10 years ago um, we did not in, we did not inspect that property mm-hmm. and we left it to the the bank surveyor and mm-hmm. this is a lesson that I'd like all the viewers to learn mm-hmm. it, it cost our company a substantial amount of money mm-hmm. Um, we we had a, we bought a property in Lincolnshire. Mm-hmm. The the bank sent round the surveyor, mm-hmm. and they valued the property at one hundred eighty thousand mm-hmm. pounds. Um, they sorry they 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 valued it at two hundred thirty thousand pounds. Two hundred thirty thousand. Yeah, okay. and and as investors, we were buoyant four hundred eighty thousand pounds at mm-hmm. the time. It was a very mm-hmm. buoyant market, mm-hmm. so potentially there was a good profit margin there to be made. In fact, mm-hmm. fifty thousand pounds. But then um, a few months after buying the property, we had it, we sent around the builders to have a look at it. Mm. And unfortunately, the surveyors completely m- missed it. It was a non-traditional property. Mm-hmm. So this is something else you viewers should be very wary of. Mm. There's a lot of lessons to be learned from this, which, which I'd like to share. Mm-hmm. Is firstly, the, the bank carried out evaluation. Mm-hmm. For them, it was 230000 We bought it for 180000 Unfortunately, mm. the property just sold... A month ago, for sixty-nine thousand pounds, 
after spending twenty, thirty thousand pounds refurbishing the property. Really? So yeah, and that was a now. If you look at it now, now, now the, the lessons to be learned from here is number yeah. one: the survey mm. was undertaken by the bank, mm. so there was no real recourse um, to the surveyor who carried a survey. Mm. Had this investor firm had they have had they have obtained the survey headed to themselves. Mm. Um, there was some recourse against a surveyor mm. who clearly made a mistake. So he, he really got away with it in effect. Mm. So the bank the bank had a so the bank had a had a had a big issue there yeah. in effect. But really because the investment company had bought the property, it was a non traditional property. A non traditional property is a property that isn't made out of standard brick construction. Okay. It could be timber frame, it could be made out of this house is made out of straw. Straw. Believe it or not, it was a internal straw. straw. Yeah, it was a non-traditional construction. Oh, didn't know we had houses yeah, made of yeah, straw. Yeah, you it? still do. And externally, it was a brick, a brick facing okay. with a normal pitch roof. Hmm. But internally, was like straw mixed with cement and and concrete. Right. So really, the so you, even the experts get it wrong on, on mm. some occasions. So really, the importance of a survey cannot be highlighted mm. enough. So we can all make mistakes. Yeah. And that mistake was a pretty big one. But, Probably. But, but the main thing to learn from this is when you get a survey done, get it independently done. Mm. Make sure you get it headed to yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't just let the bank do one because it's for their benefit. Mm-hmm. There's no recourse in, in generally speaking. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot more difficult. So they're the kind of considerations you, you need to consider. So a lot of lessons there to be learned uh, around if you're buying a house. And a lot of people this time of the year are thinking about that. Your new year, New Year's resolution kind of had some time over the holidays to think about their finances. Maybe they're going up market or maybe they're downsizing. Your children have left home thinking, OK, we don't use this big house anymore. Empty over the holidays. Why are we here living in a big house, paying all these bills? We need to downsize. So people are always on the move for whatever reason. And they need to have this this information to to get the right house. Yeah, that's a very, very good point you made mm. there. And also, most people tend to think that when you get a survey done, you're doing it for a purchaser. Also, bear in mind that you should also get a survey done if you're selling the property. Because it's a bit unfair mm. sometimes, I think, for the seller, for the vendor, who gets who who the purchaser will obtain a survey, trying to knock them down the price sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get the defects. But I think on the other hand, I'd also nowadays what's becoming a lot more popular is that um, people that are selling properties um, are obtaining their own pre, pre-sale surveys. Right. Okay. So if there's ever one surveyor who's buying the property, you know, doing it on behalf of the purchaser, mm. they can always counteract it with a survey carried out by the seller. Because mm-hmm. obviously if you're doing a survey for the purchaser, you, you, you're working for them. In yes. Effect. Yeah, you do yeah. the best you can. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, if you also do a survey for the seller, mm-hmm. they should also be a advisor what the true market valuation is and the defects so they're aware of the situation. So, sure. so they know what they're really mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they're aware about the information about the property itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any other stories you've got up your sleeve there about mm. different things that can happen um, that can be financially an issue or otherwise? I mean, property is one of those things you can make a lot of money. <laughs> very quickly you can mm. also lose a lot of money very quickly mm. um, and looking back at experience I mean I can give you quite a few instances um, the one that, that I wanted to give you a negative one back there so people can understand the importance of the survey report mm. I mean there's been instances whereby we've obtained reports whereby you can 
you can uh, maximize the market value and sometimes you'll buy a house with a plot of land on the side of it mm-hmm. sometimes you can get planning planning there, there, there was an there was an instance whereby some in, some investor firm that we we dealt with they purchased a property for around three hundred fifty thousand pounds it had a it had an acre site and next door we could build another house on there mm-hmm. so we knocked a house down you know they they knocked it down the investor did and then they then they then they made two houses on there and they made a profit of around two hundred thousand pounds. So you know, they're all the positive sides. I think mm-hmm. if you're guided well by an experience like in any field, whether it's mm-hmm. property or whether it's real estate, whether it's anything else, or like a good accountant or a good mm-hmm. lawyer, the right guidance can you can do very well. Anyone who who tends to not have a survey and they're gonna be in the dark. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be potluck. Mm-hmm. Also the other thing you can consider buying from you can buy a property from an auction. Yes, is, that's very yes, popular. Very, now. Very Actually, popular. if anybody's watching the yes. daytime TV shows that are on, auctions are on practically every day, and there's people buying and uh, actually getting a lot of money uh, from this process of buying and then doing it up and selling it on. Yeah, previously we held our own auctions. We've dealt with auctioneers most of our lives over the last 20 years. Mm. The only advice I would say is please obtain a survey. Mm. We had a phone call only, I mean, one of the companies I was dealing with had a phone call only two weeks ago. Mm. They'd purchased a property without looking at it and he had mm. structural problems. But it makes you wonder, once the hammer drops, you've, in effect, you're binded, mm. you'll pay a 10% deposit, you're, you're legally obligated to complete in that sale, no mm. matter what the condition, buyers beware. Mm-hmm. So very, very important. I think it's a fantastic place to buy a property. You can get some good bargains out there, but again, you need to know the product, whatever you buy, if you were to buy a car, you'd get a mechanic to look mm-hmm, at it. Mm-hmm. But a house, exactly. but in auctions, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of investment companies make a lot of money from there, a lot mm. of opportunities, but I've also seen a lot of investors lose a lot of money also. Really? Because yes. they haven't done, they haven't followed they haven't your advice. Done, yeah. So just remember one thing it, it, it's uh, generally speaking, auctioneers tend to get around 90, 90% of the market value. So you do tend to get it cheaper. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I've seen. I've seen investors pay over 100% of the market value, so you've got to be careful. Oh, yeah. oh okay. So, so, it's, so it's an auction is, is a field, again, um, the surveying firm um, that we used in the past were very good. Mm-hmm. They had a look at the property before we'd bid for it at auction, mm-hmm. um, but they were very very good. But as long as you know what you're doing, surveying is, the survey of the property is crucial. Mm. So would you get your own independent surveyor done if you're just looking at a property in auction? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, without, without a doubt. I mean, otherwise you'd be going to the auction dark. And why do people put property into auction? There could be a various whole variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be because there's a problem with it. Mm. It could be because they can't sell it under market value through a, a traditional mm-hmm. estate agent. Um, they could be selling because there's their personal reasons yeah. or they just need to become liquid just need to raise the money very quickly but there's a whole variety of reasons or they could be having problems with a neighbour yeah. you just don't know yeah. so really a, again surveying a surveyor's report is crucial Right, so you need to spend that five hundred, six hundred pounds. Best investment you'll ever make. Mm. <laughs> Best so you, when you're doing that, then you really want to like a property. So it's not just going to the auction and thinking I'm going to get a something today. No, you need to do your little bit of homework and get your survey done on a house that you like. Do do you do your research like you do for mm. any other business, yeah. whether it's a business, whether it's a house? Because if you're buying a property, if you're not buying for your own purpose, even if you're buying to live there. You want to know what you're buying, mm-hmm. and you want to know 
what is it really worth? Mm-hmm. Is any resellability? Because don't forget, even if you buy a property with a structure problem, for instance, mm-hmm. it'll affect the resellability. You can yeah. lose up to 20, 30% of the market value of the property. Mm-hmm. So you need to bear that in mind also. Mm. So buying so. from an auction, I mean, we bought from the auction in the past. It's been sometimes it's been very good. Sometimes it's been, if you haven't done your homework, then you you will suffer the consequences. You mm-hmm. may get lucky, but there's a lot of people in the auction room that are bidding. Yeah. And sometimes you're in grave danger of paying way above the odds. Especially in an auction, if you've kind of got your eyes set on something you, and if you're determined, you don't realise that you're going higher and higher and higher in it yeah. and you're in that environment and, no, they're not getting it, I'm getting this and you just keep going, keep yeah, going. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You just got to also bear in mind in auction rooms, sometimes you could be paying the fees of mm. the auctioneers, which are, could be quite substantial. Oh, right, as well, I've, yeah. You know, I've seen contracts whereby you buy a property in the auction, say you're buying it for mm-hmm. 69000 that's why you must read the contracts. You must show it to your solicitors prior to bidding at the auction. Mm-hmm. Check the auction check the auction packs that are normally available online or with the auctioneer. Mm-hmm. But you need to be aware of all these issues. Great. So we've talked a lot about house buying there, and I hope, listeners, that you've got uh, some very valuable information, mashallah, because Brother Asher is full of valuable information. What about businesses? Some people at this time of the year also are upgrading and getting bigger and trying to maybe get warehouses to store things in. Would they need, like, on warehouses, surveys done like that as well? Yeah, I think commercial property and industrial property warehouse is a completely different field. Mm -hmm. You should deal with surveyors who've got ample experience. Um, This is, I would say, is a very, very crucial um, area. It's also a minefield. I've seen in the past people buying businesses, Mm -hmm. um, say, buying a standard shop and taking on a lease and paying a premium of, say, £100,000 just for the goodwill. Mm-hmm. But then you find that the there's no market value for the business. That's okay. quite a common one. Mm. People also tend to sign, sometimes they'll sign a lease and they're not aware of the liabilities associated with a lease. A lease, in effect, is a simple contract between a landlord and a tenant. Mm-hmm. If you take in a property, you'll be, in effect, paying a market rent to the um, landlord. Yeah. Now, if you take on a lease without carrying out, say, a schedule of condition, which in effect is an inventory of a commercial property, mm-hmm. like you do with residential property. At the end of a commercial lease, you could have, in effect, if you take on a 25-year, say, commercial lease and you haven't carried out a schedule of condition 25 years later time, if it's a fully repairing insuring lease, which most leases are, um, where, whereas the responsibility for the repairs fall on the tenant, Yeah a landlord can serve at the end of the lease, say 25 years later, I, I schedule a dilapidation notice, which I've seen where properties, where the rentals are, say 10, 20,000 pounds, I've seen di- dilapidation claims from a landlord up to 100,000 pounds. So that's actually a very, very common one, unfortunately for a lot of tenants that, that, that we've seen over the last few years. Oh, so oh. you guys got to be very, very careful out there. Again, get a survey done, mm. get your schedule condition. You can go to a solicitor. A lot of people tend to go to a solicitor when they've done a deal. Mm. Sometimes it's a bit confusing how people can do a deal with a market rent mm. if they don't really understand the what the market rent is. Yes, right. They'll tend to do a private deal with the landlord yeah. or with the agent, but they haven't been adequately advised okay. into the pitfalls of a lease. So. 
we're back to our advice, our top tips advice. Yes. Go get that recognised yes, sur- that. That survey, that building structural survey that you need. Go find somebody that has those qualifications, that MRICS or equivalent. Yeah, or equivalent to the, and pay that yes, bit of money to make sure you get the right person yes. with the right survey in Absolutely. and then make a decision, a joint decision yeah, on it. Yeah, in commercial mm. properties, a different ball game. You, yeah. got, you can there's planning issues. There's obviously structural issues. There's um, there's quite a few issues that you need to consider. Rentals, the on a lease, you'll get mm. the liabilities that you need to consider. Also, even if you're just buying a freehold, it's similar to buying mm-hmm. a house. But again, it's it's very, very... Um, you've got to be very careful and you need that right advice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely critical. I've seen, I've seen um, commercial properties where you, we're valuing about a million pounds mm-hmm. and sometimes a purchase we're buying for a million pounds and we'll value the property and we'll find that it's only worth 500,000 because it could be asbestos, it could mm-hmm. be contamination issues. There's a whole mind set. There's lots of things there. Lots of things, yeah. And I think we could yes. do, we'd have you back on another show about yes, this. But if yes. listeners, if you want to find out more information, if you email studio at unityfm.net and we'll pass on all your questions to Brother Asser. But before we go today, and I know you're very busy, and as a busy person like you, I'm, I wonder where do you get time for your charity work? And I know you're involved in a lot of charity work and your mosque project. Can you just tell us a little bit about your mosque project? Alhamdulillah, Kath, I really, it's very nice you to mention that. It's something that's very close to my heart. I'm working with some brothers now who've been working some number of years on an international mosque project. They're looking to set up a, a mosque in every country in the world. Mashallah, they've done 23. Mashallah. Now, the professionals I'm working with, um, they're, they're doctors, they're professional people, all mm. types of people. Mm-hmm. And, and as business people also, and as business people, mm-hmm. they tend to maximize their their return on investment. Mm-hmm. Now, it sounds like a property deal. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll give you an, an, a very, very quick example. Mm-hmm. They've, they're doing some, they're doing quite a few projects in in um, Africa. Mm-hmm. An average mosque is costing around £25,000, mm-hmm. uh, which is very, very good value for money. In, in the UK, you can't get much for £25,000. Mm-hmm. No, now, in that, you'll get a, a water well in there, and also you get a nice you'll get a nice mosque, a place for people to use every day. It's not just a place for reading and prayer mm-hmm. and other things. Mm-hmm. Also, they're reverting villages, com- mashallah, complete villages. Um, you know, in, in Guinea, New Guinea, I can give you, there's 25 now, and every month we're really, really pushing it, and mashallah. we're looking to do one every 90 days, mashallah, and the, the return on investment is, is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we've been looking at some chiefs of some tribes who've been, um, they used to um, worship stones and trees, Really? They don't know what phones are, so we've gone right. We've got some good brothers out there doing, doing fantastic work, and really, I think it's a, it's a project that's very close to my heart, and we're looking to expand that and support these brothers. Mashallah, and there may be some listeners that would like to support you in this. What, mm. How would they? Who would they contact, or should we get them to f- to contact Unity FM? I think they can contact UNT FM, and then we pass on the emails yes. to you. Indeed, that would be yeah, really good yeah. because it's such a beautiful project having a, a mosque in each country and every ter- every ninety days. That's what I mean, every three months. Yeah, and I mean they've called it the time zone project. Mashallah. So really, in effect, the theory is 
is even when you when you die mm. and um, somewhere in the world someone will be reading the namaz someone will be Mashallah. doing office someone will be doing something someone will be drinking from the well someone will be praying so um, it's called the time zone project and it's Sadiqa Jariya really Sadiqa, practicing oh, yes, Sadiqa yes, Jariya it's Mashallah it's just like business in, um, in charity Mashallah Mashallah yeah. it's a lovely bringing mm. everything together Mashallah and it's good mm. to see professionals like yourself and other mm. professionals no, coming and doing yeah. this Mashallah yeah Mashallah Inshallah, I mean, inshallah, and may Allah help you with with this and and that. And I think you do need that support here in raising the funds for this. Uh, So if if listeners, if you are listening into this and interested in this, interested in hearing more about the Moss Project, do uh, call in the studio or email the studio if you'd like to donate, if you'd like to be involved. involved. I mean, they could Mm. even go to Procling.biz. Yes, that that organisation that you mentioned, and they would be able to help them there as well. They they can help, and they can be in the right. It's not all about just we're not just trying to get your money. We're trying to form a bit of a team. Yeah, get the maximum return on our investment in time. Mashallah. That's where we work. Mashallah. That's it's a really um, worthwhile project. We're looking at building mosques and wells, and there's so much of this that needs to be done in the developing countries. Alhamdulillah, we we don't appreciate. We see the rain outside, and we think, oh no, not raining again. But actually, there's people dying, and would give anything for one drop of that rain. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. 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 Well, Jazakallah, brother, for being with us for the show. It was just superb having you here. I can't believe the hour has gone already. No, would you no, believe? I, I need time another hour. <laughs> you need another, another time indeed. We'll definitely have you back, inshallah. No, no, inshallah. Have a good week. A blessed no. New Year, inshallah, no, no. for you and your family yes, and for no, no. all our listeners also, inshallah. May Allah protect you all, inshallah, and guide you all with your families. And if you found this show interesting or if you want to find out more information, please do ring the studio, email the studio at the usual numbers, uh, Google, um, them if you don't know it's but it is unchfm.net uh, or else property link was the dot other biz. email that was mentioned property today link dot biz property link dot biz, mm. biz. Yeah. lovely here and thank you so much brother we're thank ending for today assalamu alaikum listeners assalamu alaikum.